morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Okay, a little late. Hey. We gotta open up those doors. Business must be done here. Okay then. Good morning, it's Mark and Deanna Paul. With whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? My name is Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome to the radio program and a happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you too. Excellent. Are you prepared to enroll in Mark and Deanna Paul's middle school? I sure am. All right, we're gonna ask you three questions, get two out of three correct or not, and you'll win. Okay, awesome. So, Bonnie, today is the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. First question, what city did it happen in? Was it Birmingham, Selma, or Memphis? It was Birmingham. No, no, Bonnie, that was Memphis. No, the Lorraine Motel, which is in, which was in the traditionally black section of Memphis, Tennessee, and is still a museum to this day. If you have an opportunity to go, I highly suggest you check it out. It's amazing. That sounds awesome. Next question. Bonnie, the assassination happened 50 years ago today. In seven seconds, tell us what year that was. That was 1962. No. Wow. No, it was not. Wow. Wow, that was 1968 was the answer. Okay. You got to get us one. You got to give us one here. Um, (laughs) I'm bad at math. Yes. Clearly. Yes. Um, And and so far at history. Uh, But anyway. (laughs) And geography as well. Okay. I think all around, don't I? Which one of these people was with Dr. King on the balcony when he was shot? Muhammad Ali, Jesse Jackson, or Hank Aaron? Jackson. Thank you uh, very much. Yes, uh, that was correct. Yes. Uh, okay. Boy. Finally. All right, Bonnie. So, uh, you know, we are feeling generous today, so we'll give you a KSLX swag bag, okay? Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, we'll have to put a, a textbook in that swag bag. <laughs> yes, but, yes, a little, little uh, history there. Yeah, you know, we're not laughing at the event. We're laughing at Bonnie's... Oh, no, no. I mean... Lack of grasp on the event. I made mention of it uh, while, we were, while we were playing the game. Uh, I lived in Memphis for a couple of years, and... Went to the Lorraine Motel. I went with a friend of mine who happens to be African American and his wife who is Caucasian. And it, to watch the two of them, the different reactions of what was going on in that motel. Because what it is is it's like a it's like a walking tour through a maze of hatred of the way yeah. we've just we've just been horrible to each other. And then it ends at the second floor where Martin Luther King Jr.'s room is left exactly the way it was that morning. The breakfast t- you know the breakfast obviously has been shellacked, but the breakfast tray is still on the bed. The room looks exactly Exactly as it did with the door open and a line of sight to where they, they believe the shooter was. Yeah, it's not one of those things you go to expecting to have a good time. No, no it's, it's one not. of those things you expect to go to to have an experience of some sort. And and you will you will walk out of that with a different perspective. Yeah. Now, I grew up in the Northeast where I didn't understand quite what was happening. And it happened four days before I was born, so I didn't quite get it. Um, but then once you go and you see it, your life has changed forever. You realize, yeah. oh my God, why are we so mean to each other? It's ridiculous. Awkward radio segue. <laughs> you got Mark and Neanderthal. It's time now for some Mark and Neanderthal. Fake facts. Yeah, 
It's 6.30, so it is time to take some fake news, alternative facts, shuffle them like a deck of cards, mm-hmm. and deal out some fake facts. Now, are you dealing from the bottom of the deck? Of course I am. Of course you are. the only way I can yet. win. I understand that. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. These are all fake facts. This was sent to us by Mark and Neanderthal listener Frank. Okay. Who tells us that many people who send their sample away to Ancestry DNA are surprised to find out they're half mailman. <laughs> nice job, Frank. Who knew? <laughs> they do now. Uh, this is uh, the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Yes. Uh, but Martin Luther King, like many of us, fantasized often about Barbara Eden and was pretty blatant about announcing it. <laughs> I had that dream also. Yeah, yeah just saying. I was a kid. Absolutely. Oh, let's see here. Stormy Daniels has decided to lay low this week, so that's what she's doing. She's laying low. Uh, actor Rob Lowe, his brother Chad. Chad Lowe, yeah. Former Major League pitcher Derek. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's laying yeah, low. Former, this week. former midget wrestler Sky Lolo. <laughs> she is laying low this week. There you go. 32% of airline pilots have a child named Roger. Not sure you knew that. Oh, what's your clearance, Clarence? Exactly. By the way, you know, we, uh, we, we've mentioned the Martin Luther King holiday a couple of times today. I, again, having lived in Memphis, Tennessee, I highly recommend if you have a chance, if you're looking for a place to go this summer, Memphis is beautiful. You know, you got Beale Street, the Hall of the Blues Museums and all this yeah. stuff that's going on there. But go to the Lorraine, the Lorraine Motel. It is, um, it's a life-changing experience. It really is. It's, uh, it's hard to describe because you have to be there and be in that well, environment. You- and you, like the lunch counter from Selma is there. Yeah, you do different things on vacation. You know, this is not a Disneyland vacation. This one where you feel very solemn. Right, as you yes. It's like going to see the, the Vietnam Wall in Washington, right, D.C. Exactly, it's one of those yeah. deals that kind of like, all right, yeah, I, I kind of needed that. But there's, yeah, there are certain things that you're, you know, from an educational purpose that yeah. you really should go and experience to get better perspective. You understand when you sit back and go, well, why why are we the way we are today? Well, historically, we were even worse at one point. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, you go there and uh, you'll see, and again, it's a walking tour that uh, should be experienced. So... If you're thinking about something to do, you know, if you're thinking about touring the South somewhere and going to Memphis for the blues, you should also check out the Lorraine Motel. It's well worth it. You know, as you're driving to work today, picture that you're driving on a street that is completely white. How weird would that be? Uh, well, I mean, unless you li- you're used to living in the Midwest, it'd be white, but it's not snow or ice. Yeah, yeah, true. you know what I mean. Uh, but they're they're thinking about that because in Los Angeles, I guess you know, because of the heat, you know, when you have like black streets, you know, black top pavement right. and so forth, right. you know, around here, and we're going to get to ninety degrees today, right? And then later in the afternoon, you know, that heat stays because it gets absorbed by the black top and things like that, right? Um, in fact, we see it on our monitor here in the studio right now. They're 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 putting the this white coating on some streets in Los Angeles now as a way of, of, of approaching, you know, how do we cut down on the heat? You, you know, know it's, it, it stays so hot. You know, I'm, I'm watching them do this thing and, and paint the streets, you know, that, that area. of it. It's an intersection. So you know what's going to happen. Some jackass in their car is going to show up and they're just going to start lighting up their tires. Right. To leave, to leave. Put the, put the scu- yeah, the scuffs <clears throat> on Because it. like yeah. when we, we used to wear spot-built shoes when yeah, we were exactly. kids, you would scuff, yeah. scuff the concrete wall in, yeah, in but the you hallways. Can, you can scratch it away, though. Yeah. Which was always kind of cool. It would yeah. crumple up under your fingernail. Yeah, but, but that's, um, that's but that you, would be weird. Can you imagine driving around Phoenix on streets that are white? Yes, because if there's one thing Phoenix needs, it's to be more white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would, be, would it be distracting? I guess originally it would be, but then you'd get used to it, I guess, like anything else. I, I would think so. I will tell you, um, 
there are parts of the country, and I, I, I'm sure there are parts of the valley that are like this too, um, where they don't use blacktop. They're concrete. Like when you, I lived in Louisiana, and I've lived in Tennessee, and you get into some of those deep south states, they have just foregone blacktop completely, and they just pour concrete for the roads. So you're driving on on basically cement, concrete, with no blacktop on it. It takes a little getting used to. It feels a little bit different on your car, and obviously the potholes happen a little bit more because of the rain and all that stuff that washes the concrete away. Well, I think also with white streets here, with the sunshine, that would create a, a visual situation which would make it tough with all the glare and things like that. So I, just, yeah, you know, I would think so. And, be weird. And does it change the whole mirage thing? You know, like when you're off in the distance and you see that little vapor on, yes. on top of the road. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I, and it seems like, an, don't, what do you think it costs? To, how many do you think it would cost up to the 9,400 square miles of Maricopa County to paint some of the roads white? You're going to need a lot of glidden. <laughs> yes. And Sherwin-Williams. Now, is yeah. that a flat or a gloss? <laughs> so no. Yeah, and then you got to get the paint can, you got to get the paint match, because Gilbert's not going to match Chandler. I mean, what a nightmare. Guys, you cannot do that in Gilbert. Why? Oh, yeah? It's already way too white there. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Same joke we uh, made really, earlier. <laughs> really? Really? Today? You're going to make that joke? Yeah, really. All right, nice, thank you. <laughs> Teachers, you know, we've been talking a little bit about their struggles here in Arizona to get better pay, which they absolutely should. Absolutely. Um, I guess they got some kind of some kind of sit-in or something planned for next week. I was just seeing on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some strikes going on. Is it uh, Oklahoma? Oklahoma, and Kentucky. Latest, I Oklahoma, think, yeah. and Kentucky are the yeah. latest ones where where teachers are on strike. Look, and, the idea that we, you know, we're, we're 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 educating the next generation, and those guys are grossly underpaid, and they are grossly underpaid. Um, it just seems it doesn't seem to make no, any sense. No. You know what's interesting is that with these protests, you know it's become the unofficial anthem no. of, of the teachers. What no. they're using at the rallies that no. they're singing and that they're playing in the background no. is uh, "Twisted Sisters." We're not going to take it. Yes, that's become an official protest song. It really has. Everywhere you go, I wonder what Dee Snyder would tell the teachers. Oh, I know exactly what he would tell the teachers. Something like this: "You are gonna pay me. Yes, you're gonna pay me if you use my music." You will pay. Something like that. I, I imagine that's probably what he's working on. Hey, he wrote the song. Right, yeah. He deserves the royalties from it. That song just keeps giving and giving and giving to Dee Snyder. Yeah, all you need is one hit. I mean, there's a great example. If you sit yeah. back and you go, you know, you, you, we like to clown one-hit wonders, but when it's all said and done, one hit is all you need. Whoever wrote 8675309. Right. Sure, one hit. Right. That just keeps giving and giving. It's used in commercials all the time. Yeah. And Twisted Sisters, we're not going to take it. I mean, remember, um, what feminine product was it to reduce bloating and cramping during your period? Yeah. That was used. Remember, it was women singing the song. Right. And, you know, Dee Snyder was probably like, hey, women who have periods pay money also. Well, ironically, Dee, for a long time, was dressed like a woman (laughs) who was on a bad period, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't want to sound sound sexist there, but (laughs) hashtag D2. (laughs) Mark and Neanderthal. A little bit earlier, Terry.
Lori, who just moved here, made herself eligible for the KSLX Classic Rock Flyaway. Got New herself, Orleans, yeah. Yeah, she got herself a T-shirt. Um, yeah, the Flyaway goes to New Orleans. So You'll um, check out Aerosmith and the Steve Miller Band. All the details are at KSLX.com. Yeah, what, what about Terry? She, huh? she migrates from Texas to Arizona. She took our shirts. <laughs> Carpetbagger. Came right in. <laughs> she was super excited to register. Yeah, it's awesome. She may go to New Orleans. Yep, should be a good time. Again, KSLX.com. For all the details in the great KSLX Classic Rock Flyway. She took her shirts. Took her shirts. All right, let's do the dumbass of the day. Took her flurry. <laughs> you can see this at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page and at KSLX.com. Uh, this is from the Albany, New York area, the ah. capital. The capital of New York yeah, State. Yeah, state capital, right? There's a small town around there known as Granville. Okay. And that's where this comes from. 47-year-old Kimberly Grover was driving drunk. Oh, that's not so good. Grover say drive drunk is no funny. Kim- more, that was more Yoda than Grover. Yeah, it was. Same guy. Kimberly made the mistake of parking her car and then walking right past a police officer and making a point of saying hello to him. All right. You know, well, that's nice. That's courteous. Hello. Hi. And he that, smelled that, alcohol on her breath. Yeah, that green stuff came out like when Godzilla gets mad. Right. So the police officer confronted Kimberly, and sure enough, he could tell that she was drunk. He tested her. She blew a .13. That's just ice cream. Now, .13. She blew a .13, yeah. Uh, you got to admit, though, .13 is a pretty high number to get to at 7.30 in the morning. Not if you listen to this radio program, though. I don't know how many people. We've got a lot of intoxicated callers this early. Yeah, but, but Kimberly had to do her drinking early because, you know, she was going to be in school all day teaching kindergarten. So you can't drink during that, you right? Know, but, but see, here's the thing. Not that I would defend the behavior, but if you're going to have to deal with kindergartners for like six hours, catching a buzz, probably a good idea. You know, yeah, you understand the motivation. Yeah, you, just, yeah, pers- you just can't carry through with it. Conceptually you know? good idea. Yeah, in right. practice, bad. She was actually busted by the school's resource officer huh, in the nice. parking lot of the school. That's right. where she was pulling up to. Beautiful. So, never a good idea to show up at work drunk, especially in this situation. Kimberly Grover, there is your Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Truly a beautiful story you just told. Mark and Neanderthal. I'm just reading about the guy. Um, this is too much running for me. You know, in... in- <laughs> It really is. This is nuts. You remember Forrest Gump's run in the movie? It was like 15,000 miles. It's towards the end of the movie when he just starts running. Yeah, this is that's when he invented jogging. Right, exactly. He invented yeah. jogging for no reason. That's yeah. not that's not the part of the movie where he was running. No, but he's going to he this guy, this British guy has recreated almost all of the run. He's just about to start his last leg of it in Flag It's actually in Flagstaff, which was in the movie. He's got will 200 he, more miles to go. Will he finish the run in Greenbow, Alabama? <laughs> I do not know. All right, just double checking. I that do. movie. What? What are you doing? What? What, what, what are you? What? This is our program. Oh boy, here he comes. Why? Hi, in, Dave. He's doing that some movie, work in the, in the studio. That movie sucks. What? Are you out of your mind? Are you I hate high? That movie. Forrest Gump. I are we talking about the Forrest same movie Gump. here? Running in love. I hate it. I can't Why stand don't it. you love me? <laughs> God. Why don't you love me? <laughs> Why don't you love? How I can just, you not like that movie? I, 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 I don't like running. Well, okay. Number one, clearly. <laughs> Number two, I'm not that crazy about shrimp. 
<laughs> right? Okay, fine. I just, I just hate it. I hate the way he talks. I hate the, I hate. I'm not a smart man, <laughs> but I know what love is. You don't like that, huh? You don't I, like his his vocal inflection well, there? No, I hate it. And, and, and I don't. I didn't really understand what the point of it was. Like he just Why runs don't you love me? <laughs> He's like gets involved in stuff, and I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't. Know, I didn't get the message I was supposed to get out of that movie. Apparently, Clearly, I was kind of mad about it. It's just this, a great this explains movie. so much about him. I know. You didn't find it. it. You didn't find it heartwarming. It came out the same year as Pulp Fiction, right. and it won the best. <laughs> well, there's a feel good movie if ever there were one. Right. And it won the, the you know the Academy Award for Best Picture. So I'd seen Pulp Fiction, thought it was like one of the greatest movies ever. So I said, well, this movie will just be tremendous. Little so, man, I've heard so much about you. <laughs> so, so you'd actually prefer Forrest Gimp. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That's yeah, it. That, that's it. That, that's the one. Yeah. And I cringe when I think that they could make a sequel. They make a sequel to Forrest Gump? Couldn't they? Why would they? I don't know. They, they could. I Why suppose, not? But you really? Wow. I'm. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. It. I've never heard of anybody not liking Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's so stunning to me. I really I, never I, have. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan. Now, see, the, wow. the funny thing about it is your Forrest Gump uh, Pulp Fiction thing reminds me of my <laughs> reminds me of my uh, uh, Heath Ledger Best uh, Supporting uh, Oscar best actor Award. Or? Yeah, because. Uh, Heath Ledger, who was brilliant as the Joker, right? I think we can all agree he was right. pretty brilliant as the Joker. But he screwed both Tom Cruise and Robert Downey Jr. out of what should have been the best performances of the year as supporting actors in Tropical uh, Tropic Thunder. They were great. They were that. so yeah. good yeah. in that, and yeah. they got screwed by it. So maybe, maybe that's maybe. it. You love, you love Pulp Fiction because... I do love Pulp Fiction. Okay, but... Why but, don't you love me? <laughs> the, see, the voice makes me cringe. And here's the thing. I love Tom Hanks. I like, I like Tom Hanks talking to soccer balls. I like Tom Hanks fighting Somali pirates, flying around in space. Yelling at volcanoes. Yelling at volcanoes. <laughs> sure. Bosom buddies. Right. Wearing, even, wearing one red shoe. I even like Sleepless in Seattle better than Forrest Gump. Wow. How do you not, did you, did you like him in Dragnet? I did like him in Dragnet, actually. I, I don't, I, I love amazed. something you do. So I love like Tom Hanks. The only thing you don't, catch me if you can. The only thing you don't like. Catch me if you can. The only thing you don't like him in is per, perhaps his ultimate acting performance. That is exactly right. Every time that I see people ranking his performances and right. stuff, and Forrest Gump is always at the top. I like, seriously? Do you like him in Philadelphia? Love Philadelphia. See, there's wow. a feel-good movie, too. That was the feel-good movie of the summer. I like sad, I love, bleak movies. I love rom-coms in general. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's Dave, wow. our, our program director. That's wow, where you that, would want to send all your hate mail to yeah. Dave at KSLX.com <laughs> no, right no there. No wonder he's so cruel. Yeah. My God. Yeah. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Mark and Neanderthal. <laughs> I mean, the idea... It, there are very few flawless movies. The argument can be made that The Godfather is flawless. Um, Empire Strikes Back, for the most part. Dumb is, and Dumber. Well, well yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Pootie Tang. Old school. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, the Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. The first Blues Brothers. Oh, uh, flawless is a big word. When Animal we start House. talking about the Blues Brothers. Any of those movies, I mean... Well, the classic, Animal, House, the Animal House, to me, is well above the Blues Brothers, but anyway. I mean, that's my point. Yeah. My point is, there are movies that are, that are so sacred. Forrest Gump is one of those movies. Movies, the idea that somebody doesn't like it seems foreign to me. Hey, guys, I got something to say about the uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. 
I'm not a smart man, but I do know what a good movie is. Yeah, and Forrest Gump is a damn good movie. It's a great movie. It is. Yeah, that guy's making sense right there. Forrest Gump's a fantastic movie. It, it's a great. It's uh, uh, that I just can't. I'm trying to find a negative. I can't. Forrest movie, great, right? I didn't think it was as great as everybody else thought it was. So you're a communist. <laughs> oh my god. No, well, I, no, it, I, no. It's just interesting because we, our boss hated the movie, and we can't comprehend anybody that hates Forrest Gump. No, 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 no. I really like Tom Hanks. It was a very good movie, but it wasn't one of my favorites to go on and on and on about like some people do. All right. Well, to each their own, I suppose. To me, yeah. it's one of those movies... Every time I see it on TNT, which is pretty much every night, it's on. I yes. have to stop and watch some of it. Yeah, it's I, one of those. I'm flipping around. I got to land on it. Now, in Dave's defense, I, I feel the same way about Pulp Fiction. When you yeah, get Pulp when you, Fiction's like that. There's any, like Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, there are certain movies that you can run into, like whether it's the beginning of the movie, a third of the way through the movie. And I'm one of those guys that hates not being able to see the whole movie. You know what right. I mean? I hate going into a movie halfway through and, oh, it's half over, I don't want to watch it. Um, but with those two movies, hand in hand, you can't go wrong just jumping yeah. into them. Because you've already seen them, so you know, but it's, it's always nice to refresh your memory, you know? Yeah. It's so damn good. Yeah. I, um, I, I, the, it's just the idea that he, I mean, that speaks volumes about him I as a human being. I know. Oh, it means so much. Mark and Neanderthal in the morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.